broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Too many weapons, too dangerous. Magic to Shea Booker Sleever right now with the shot clock winding down. Wanted to get it to Wilson. Jackie Young, good alternative. Oh my. The Aces emphatically win. And you know, I'm excited about our team. Uh, Candace Parker, she's wearing all black shoes with white socks, which is like criminal, but she can pull it off. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with Paloma Villacana from Fox 5. Here's your boy Q. And Paloma Villacana joins us on the phone lines now from Fox 5 Sports. And you heard the highlights right there of the Aces. They're 1-0 on the young season with a 41-point victory over Seattle last Saturday. They'll be in action Thursdays, Saturday, and Sunday. And Paloma, thanks so much for joining us. As always, we definitely appreciate you. And before we get into the Aces and the action on the court, I got to ask and get your thoughts on Coy LeRae is performing at halftime of the Aces home opener. I just got that email, and uh, I didn't really recognize the name, but I recognized the song. So uh, how big is that for her to be performing there at the Aces game? Oh, it's amazing. I'm super excited. I mean, I don't want to work. I guess I have to work, but um, super exciting. And uh, hopefully it draws a lot of people to their games. And um, I know she already did kind of a promo for the WNBA with Asia Wilson. So uh, just to have more names, I know they had Lil John last year at Nicolas Ultra Arena. So um you know, to have bigger names out there at their games, it should be a lot of fun this season. I got to ask, is Paloma Villacana going to be a backup singer? Are you going to be out there dancing? What, what what role are you playing in this halftime performance? You know, I can't sing, but maybe dance. Maybe dance. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, me, Damon, <laughs> me, Damon and Finney, none of us could sing either. And we were in here, uh, we had we had some Tina Turner playing earlier. And me and Damon, we were uh-huh. we had the moves going. You know, we were doing the, all the backup all the backup dancing. So you can just do the backup dancing. And you can fill that void. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, but that's so cool. I mean, I know it's going to be a big night on Saturday with the, the rings, the banner unveil. Um, and the fact that they have two back-to-back home games, you know, mm-hmm. that gives Aces fans, shoot, if you want to see them Saturday and Sunday, um, you know, why not? So hopefully, you know, families come out and everyone comes out. Uh, on a holiday weekend, the Aces are at home. It doesn't get better than that. No, it really doesn't. Again, Paloma Villacana joins us here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. So I uh, want to take it back to last Saturday where they beat the brakes off Seattle. No Becky Hammond, no problem. What, what did you think of that performance? Well, by halftime, I was like, man, are we kidding? Like, are, <laughs> is this serious? I mean, uh, you know, Jackie Young was going off. She scored 23 points. Kelsey Plum. Uh, looks even better this year. She scored 23 points. Uh, Candace Parker added to the mix. Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Gray and Asia Wilson had 13 points, 13 rebounds. So I was just like, man, who is going to stop this team this year? You know, uh, by the third quarter, you know, it was a 30 point lead. Um, so at that point, I was just scratching my head like, is this how it's going to be all season? I mean, you know, even in the preseason game against the Liberty, uh, you know, the, the Aces were up by 20 at halftime. Um, and I know that was a preseason game, but, you know, Sabrina Unescu and everyone was out there. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just so much fun to be around this team every day. Um, like I've mentioned several times, they just have great people on the court, off the court. Um, it's great to sit down with these athletes. It's great to sit down with these these coaches, um, and I'm really, really looking forward to this season. 
So I've got to ask you, you mentioned the coaches, Coach Tyler Marsh, and you can follow him at Hoop for Thought on Twitter. I just think that's a cool handle, <laughs> at Hoop for Thought. What was it like talking to him, getting that first win as a, you know, the acting head coach? What was his thoughts about that win? Yeah, I mean, he, he just says that this team is, is, is so elite, and they're, they strive to get better. Um, they're unsatisfied. They're hungry to get better. Um, I asked him specifically about Asia Wilson. You know, what, what is he seeing from her uh, through training camp and this season? And he just says, you know, she's, she's only growing stronger. And I, I really think it's the veteran pieces they added. Candace Parker, I mean, you're going to be a, a better basketball player with Candace Parker's on the court. Alicia Clark, you know, you're, you're just going to get better with these uh, players on the court. Uh, you know, that's like if, you know, Aaron Andrews or Samantha Ponder came to work with me, you know, I feel like I would become a better sports reporter with them in my office every single day. So, um, you know, to, to have Asia Wilson and Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young only improve and get better and, and, and quickly deliver results. I mean, that was just game one of the season and it was a complete blowout. So, this Thursday, uh, they'll be in LA against the Sparks um, coming up this Thursday at 7 p.m. And um, the Sparks beat, beat the Mercury in, in their season opener. So I'm excited to see, um, you know, the, the Aces go up against the Ogumake sisters. But um, uh, <laughs> to me personally, guys, watching training camp, you know, watching the talent through training camp, I was like, I mean, it's it's over. Like, go get the go get the trophy, bring it down. You know, give them their trophy. It's great. You know, thanks for trying, everyone in the WNBA. But nah, it's over. And do you think you and I were talking about this when we started the show that there's going to be a little bit more intensity, more of a, a rivalry being formed when the Aces play the Sparks because of the Dierica Hamby element and Coach Hammond when she comes back? That's going to be her first game back on the sidelines. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of, uh, I would say, emotions, I guess, on Thursday. Um, you know, there, you, everyone has their, their different opinion of, of what happened with Sierra Cunn, uh, the WNBA investigation. And you, you know, you can have your own opinion about everything that happened. Um, but, you know, Sierra you know, she played last season. I mean, she is, is going to go get her ring on, on Saturday. Um, hopefully her daughter is there too, but, um, you know, I, I know personally that the Aces are all really tight with Sierra and I'm sure they're all still friends with her, and I'm sure I'm sure it'll be all hugs and kisses on Saturday. Um, or not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or not. Or not. Maybe something will go down. But, um, you know, I, I listening to Sierra's you know, interview on, on Tuesday when that news broke out, it just sounded like, you know, she's ready to move on. She's ready to play. Um, she did play in their season opener. I think she scored like nine points uh, in their season opener against the Mercury. So, um, yeah, I mean, I expect to see Dierica play on Saturday. Um, but, yeah, I could see this little this Sparks-Aces uh, uh, Sparks rivalry um, because at this point, you know, I don't really know if there's going to be a rivalry uh, for the Aces. <laughs> right. I've got to ask, which side of the ball do you think that the Aces are going to be more dominant on in the season? Because we've seen them put up 100 points, but they also won by 40. So our team's going to be complaining more about we can't stop them or we can't score against them. I mean, if if I were Becky Hammond, I mean, <laughs> she probably wants to see her team, you know, just defensively mm-hmm. uh, come out strong every game. And I think, I think defensively they put up a good job against Seattle. I know Jewel Lloyd Jewel Lloyd had like 22 points, um, but that was it. I mean, outside of Jewel Lloyd, it really wasn't anyone else on that team scoring any points. But um, 
Um, I think you know, the Sparks have a better offense. I think they have some better offensive pieces, um, you know, on the Sparks team. So it'll be a little bit more more of a defensive effort for sure on Thursday. But um, yeah, I mean, Beckingham and she's all about defense. I remember, you know, they were winning every game last year, and Beckingham would come up and be like, "We're trash. Our defense is trash. <laughs> we're just trash." You know. She, she gives off that, that Nick Saban, you know, you win by 60 points and your team is still trash. So, um, but that's, that's why Becky Hammond is elite. You know, that's why she's, you know, a champion and, and that's why she's there is to only get the best out of her players. And, um, you know, being around these players, being around Asia and Kelsey and everyone, uh, they seem hungry. They seem hungry. They seem unsatisfied. They seem like they don't care what happened last year. Um, they don't care. You know, they're ready to improve and, and only get better this year. Again, Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports, is our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness. Talking all things Aces right now as they're going to go on three games they got in the next few days, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Should be uh, a lot of fun watching them in action. I think we should learn a lot about the team, and I know that they look great, and they had that awesome performance, and it looks like they're pretty much unstoppable, but as far as their depth, Paloma, it feels like they got so much more depth than they did a year ago. How much is that going to help them, especially down the stretch? Yeah, they're just an older team. It's just an older team this year. I know last year was kind of just a, a younger team. You know, there's more veteran pieces, um, older older players with, with more experience. Um, I think Kirsten Bell is, is the only rookie that, that is, you know, in her second year with the Aces. So it's a much more older, veteran, um, experienced team. So, so down the stretch of the season, you know, hopefully Asia is not – you know, playing every single minute in the playoffs, which happened last year. Um, and there are, there are a couple of close games last year because, um, you know, their, their bench wasn't as deep as they wanted it to be. Um, but this year, I mean, when you look at that roster, just any time I'm at practice, I'm like, you know, they can all shoot the three. They can all defend. They're, they're all really good. So, um, yeah, it, it, it should help them down, down the stretch of the season. Now, fingers crossed, knock on wood. You know, no major injuries, but um, no, they're they're much deeper this year than last year. Yeah, no, that that's for sure. And I don't want to skip over Thursday, but I do want to go to Saturday real quick, only because it'll be the return of Coach Becky Hammond. What do you think her demeanor will be like when she returns to the sideline? Becky Hammond is the same person every single day. Um, like I said, she kind of has that Nick Saban kind of goat mentality to her. I mean, she just doesn't seem unfazed. She doesn't seem um, distracted. She seems locked in um, and coaching her team, you know, every day, you know, we were, we were just at practice um, earlier this week and, and, you know, she had her comments that, you know, she had a great relationship with Erica Handy um, and that, you know, she's proud of how her team came out on, on Saturday with a 41 point win. Um, you know, the assistant coaches, Natalie Nakase and Tyler Marsh have only spoken really highly about how Becky Hammond has, you know, not only not only has she made the the players and the coaches, you know, better people, but she's completely changed, you know, this franchise with with the facility and everything that they have now. Um, you know, she has definitely um, changed this franchise and you know made history in the WNBA, winning a title for the first time as a, as a rookie uh, head coach. So, um, you know, why wouldn't you want? <laughs> all of that greatness around you. But I think Becky Hammond's going to be locked in. Um, you know, she's, she's the goat. She's intense. She's focused. And it doesn't seem like anything bothers her. So I know she'll be ready to go on Saturday. 
Paloma, I've got to ask you, you're always involved in the community out here in Vegas. The event you were at, the picnic in the alley, can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, I love Las Vegas. I love Las Vegas. I love our community. Um, you know, any time I can be around people, get to meet people, know people, shake your hand, um, try your food, you know, whatever. <laughs> if you if you want to go have a picnic anywhere, let's go have a picnic. But uh, um, it was just a local event highlighting um, all the women that work in the food and, and drinks restaurant uh, industry. And it was downtown Las Vegas. Um, and it was just awesome to see, um, you know, women that work here in Las Vegas that, you know, bust their butt uh, cooking and, and making great food and bartenders and uh, artists, you know, just local artists. Uh, it was great. It was great. And the fact that I knew most of them, you know, was, was awesome for me to kind of just say hi to some friends. But um any anytime I can be out there and get to know you, get to meet you, um, you know, it only helps me, you know, deliver a better, you know, whatever you want me to deliver on air. If you want me to talk to this player, you want, you know, you want to know more about this player, you, you know, want to find out about this. It only helps me connect with the community. So we have a great, amazing city here in Las Vegas. And even though we're growing and it's a big town, I still feel like it's small enough, you know, where, where we can all connect and everything. The traffic, though, the traffic is getting a little crazy. <laughs> right. Um, taking me like an hour to get places now. Mm. So I got an issue with that. But got to um, leave early. <laughs> yeah. Gotta. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, we moved here from California to, to get rid of the traffic. But uh, I don't know. But yeah. no, it's great. It's great to see that Vegas is growing, um, the community is growing. Um, coaches and players that move here love the valley. So, um, oh, it's a great place to be. It is. It's It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed every minute being here. And, Paloma, we've got to ask you, especially since uh, DeMond went there and started asking about stuff you were doing in the community, we got to ask about the Aaron Andrews photo shoot that you were part of. Uh, <laughs> how, how did that all come together? What was all that about? You know, I feel like this is like a, a sit-down talk show with Paloma Villacana. Um, <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, Erin Andrews, she's so sweet. Um, she's amazing. Obviously, we know that she's, you know, kind of paved the way for women in sports broadcasting. And when I was growing up, I mean, she was the only woman I saw on TV. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know there were morning anchors on the Today Show. I know, you know, there were, there were women anchors on CNN and everything, but... As far as sports reporters, I mean, Samantha Ponder was the one of the only women I saw, on, you know, on College Game Day mm -hmm. and on ESPN, and she was doing all the big games. Um, so, you know, looking at her, I was like, you know, that's what I want to do when I grow up. Um, so to to wear her line, to have her send me her her own line, um, I think it's wear by EA. Um, she sent me some cute Raiders gear. I love it. Super thankful. And, uh, no, it's just great to work with her team. Um, I had a, a Raiders photographer. Her name's Janella. Mm, um, mm -hmm. She's the only woman Raiders photographer over there. So I had her come shoot me, and um, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was just kind of like a big woman collaboration of, of women in sports and, um, you know, how, however I can help other women in sports, you know, that's why I'm here. Paloma, you're getting too big. You're getting free merch. That's that's, that's what, what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Free merch. We just want that's you to saying. wear our merch. Oh man, yeah, Paloma. Yeah, Fox Five. They own. They gonna have to drop the bag because the price is going up. Uh, Yesterday's price ain't today's price. Yeah, yeah. It's it's 
I just, I'm thankful. I just keep a super thankful attitude. You know, I'm thankful for y'all. I'm thankful for, you know, cause you know, we all work so hard. So, mm-hmm. you know, whenever we do collaborations or whenever I come on your show, you know, I'm just super thankful. It's all good. It's all good. We definitely appreciate you. You do fantastic work and you're deserving all the, all the flowers that you're receiving. And like I said, hard work, it always pays off in a major way. So speaking of hard work, what are you working on that we should be on the lookout for? Yeah, well, Fox 5 is, is, is getting ready to air, you know, three Aces games. So, um, you know, we're, we're diving into the Aces season. Um, we're airing 30 games on our channel this season, both games, uh, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and, and Thursday. Um, will be on on Fox Five Five Point Two channel, so channel one twenty five if you have Cox. Um, but it's it's just great that you know I get to be a part of this this collaboration with the Aces and Fox Five being the official broadcast partner. Um, you know, it's just really special to be able to sit down and have full access uh, to this team, and you know, it's a pinch me moment to to get to sit down and 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 be with these athletes that I grew up you know, idolizing and, mm-hmm. and I grew up watching Candace Parker and she was, you know, a big inspiration for me. So to, to be in the same floor and be in the same building, um, it's an honor. So can't wait to, to put out more stuff and, and hopefully they just continue to dominate this season. There you go. Well, it's always fun to cover a winner. That's for sure. I can tell you that firsthand. It's always fun to cover a winner. Yes. Real quick. How was the Josh Jacobs camp? So Josh Jacobs had a, a family emergency and he had to, um, He's going to have to reschedule his camp. Um, and that's all I know so far. So, um, yeah, bummer. bummer. Yeah. But oh. it was super last minute. I think Friday night, um, I, Friday night, he just made the call saying that he couldn't come out. Um, and so they had to, you know, reschedule the event um, that was supposed to take place on Saturday. But once I have, you know, the full information, I'll make sure to put it all out there. There you go. And thank we'll you. definitely be looking forward to it. Well, Paloma, yes. thanks so much. Great stuff as always. We appreciate you. Yes. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Q. Thanks, guys. All Bye. Right. There she goes. Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports, right there on Twitter at Paloma Fox 5 News. Had to get a new Twitter account. Uh, her old one got hacked or destroyed, or so I don't know. Something happened to it. But uh, yeah, it's all good. We definitely appreciate Paloma. And man, yeah, she's doing it real big, man. She got the Aaron Andrews brand. They're sending her clothes. I'm just waiting for Nike to recognize your boy. I'm just waiting for Nike to recognize your boy and be like, Q, I need you to go ahead and model off these Air Max 270s. I need you to do this and that. Yeah, I haven't got that call from Nike. I feel like they got a few other people. Uh, they're not really worried about me. But uh, many thanks to Paloma. We do appreciate her. 419 is the time. We'll come back, get to your calls and text. The question that we threw out there, 69187, keyword R&R, the don'tbebroke.com text line, and then the phone line as well, 702-365-9200. Who in your mind is essential for the Raiders' success in 2023? Who's got to be on their A game? For the Raiders to be competitive in 2023. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Tatum passes on the loose ball. Number Bounce pass lead. Al Horford for Jalen Brown. Oh. Dives in and flushes hard on Bam on the <laughs> Now Tatum with the swagger. Crossover. Step back three. <laughs> I love this. And they send a message to the Miami Heat that we're not done yet. The final score in game four. Boston 116, Miami 99. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Boston Celtics said, we ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped because we're Celtics for life. Man, hold up now. Y'all didn't know that the remix was with my CD. And I say CD because that was my, man, that was my ish. 
that the bad boy the remixes that was the cd the remixes that was man that was my jam that was my get down well the celtics they said that that was their get down last night as they uh, defeated the heat and really wasn't even close and it was the heat were at, uh, up at halftime and then i don't know the wheels just fell off so boston forced the game five i don't think it matters i think that the celtics are still going home it's going to be miami and denver but i mean the celtics they they have a, a, a little bit of a heartbeat demon they're not done yet yeah, I think that that was what that game was, the show. We're not just going to lie down. Right. I think that sometimes when people say, we don't listen to the media, they saw everybody saying, well, they just quit in game three. Right. They gave up. So that was the game. They were down at halftime, and Miami did help them a lot. They were making some mistakes, turning the ball over. So Miami allowed them to get back into that game and give them that victory. And I think after a while, let's say the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. I think that Miami was more of, they got this one. Tonight's right. their night. We're yeah. going to take our foot off the gas. Right. And I think that, I mean, it's okay. It's not really a big deal. I mean, the, the finals are already set. It's not like it would have started any earlier. But I think it would have been smart for Miami to try to get a little bit of rest. But, I mean, you know, I figure they're going to finish it in game five. I mean, there's Look, no team has come back from 3-0 down for a reason. I don't see it happening this year. I don't think the Celtics are that good. And it's kind of surprised me. I feel like the whole way in the playoffs, I've been wrong. Right. Every team that I thought was great, like Milwaukee, Milwaukee and Boston are going to be the best two in the East. Milwaukee dips out in round one. Boston gets down 3-0 before they decide that, oh, by the way, we need to play. And now Miami's about to punch their ticket to the finals. And you look on the other side, Denver has been really good, but I thought Phoenix was going to, you know, flex on them mm-hmm. a little bit. Didn't. Thought that the Memphis Grizzlies were going to run the Lakers out the gym. They didn't. So, I mean, I'll tell you, if you look at me and say, hey, Q, give me your idea on the NBA, you don't want me to because clearly I've been wrong. (laughs) I've been wrong the whole time, which is fine. I'm okay with that. Miami and Denver will obviously deep dive into the finals when it becomes official. But, I mean, that's what it's obviously going to be is Miami and Denver. And and it should be an interesting series, man. Again, I didn't expect Miami to be here, and and here they are. Yeah, I don't think Miami's the only team that expected them to be there because they've got all the confidence in the world, you know, when you're led by Jimmy Butler. But when it comes to the narratives and the matchups of this Mm -hmm. should be finals, I want to see if Miami's still going to have that anger towards Jokic about when he basically put whichever Morris twin was on the team, right. he put him on the shelf for about half of the season. Right. Or he hit him with that, I'm going to say a cheap shot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I But was, it happened to a Morris twin. Yeah. So those are like the cheap shot artists. Who Jokic was only retaliating because right. he had, you know, tried to get <laughs> right, him with a little exactly. bit. Right, exactly. That was too far Yeah, for exactly. Shot. You get me, I get you. So He just took it too far. Right. But yeah. I want to see if that maybe, like, I want to see, like, is there going to be a bit of a rivalry? Because it's the finals. I don't want it to just be two teams that, hey, we're just going to go out there and play. And, you know, uh, it's the See biggest. what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Most good luck to them. No, I want it to be some animosity in this final. I remember the Jokic brothers, they made a Twitter account. Right. Didn't have a Twitter before. No. But to say, like, we'll come to Miami and give you the smoke if you want it. And then it was probably, like, ten tweets. And it was like, hey, y'all, y'all take that down. Yeah, hey, look, man, you don't want that smoke with them anyway, man. <laughs> like, like there's, there's guys that. They talk a lot of noise, and I don't want to doubt the Morris brothers at all because those guys are, you know, they're kind of up there with uh, uh, the Pouncey brothers in Miami. You know, the, you know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. there's certain there's certain bros that you realize are like real deal bros, and those uh, those Jokic bros, they, they ain't no joke, man. I mean, them Serbian cats, they don't mess around, man. Yeah. So they they ready. They I I seen them too many times on Law and Order SVU, right? I mean, I, <laughs> oh man, you got the Serbians coming, you better watch out. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I know, I know what it's all about. Did you see them lifting up Coach Michael Malone like yes. he was a child? Right. I was like, as a grown man, I would not want. But you, they're both six ten, right. six eight themselves, and they were just throwing them up like, yay, we're going to the finals. They Wouldn't are monsters. Mess with no, no, not at all. They are monsters. This is unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio nine twenty. My man Finn's behind the wheels of steel, Demon, and your boy Q. How about how about the VGK? How about the Vegas Golden Knights, man? They're at 3-0. And that game last night wasn't even close. 
I mean, literally, I was going to meet uh, Cofield from our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. We were going to, to, to meet up at a spot to watch the, a little bit of the games. And before we even really pulled into the spot, it, was, it felt like to me it was already over. Yeah, we were talking about it just across the hall, me and you finishing <laughs> yeah. up the show. It's like, oh, they're up 2-0 already. It's like, up 3-0. Right. It's Still like, the first damn. period. Well, can you slow down a little bit? Right? Say something for you know the second period. Maybe say something for the third. But, I mean, they finished that thing off 4-0. It was not even close. Now we find out that the best player the Stars has has been suspended for two games for the cheap shot that he says was a – it was so funny. He says that he fell and tripped and used his stick to, to, to guide him down. No, it was not. That was a – Cheap, dirty shot that he took or he, he made on Mark Stone, and now he's suspended two games. I mean, he ain't never going to see the, re- the end of the season. He, he ain't going to play again the rest of the season. And then not wanting to talk to the media after, basically <laughs> right. just running from the consequences of your actions. And I saw from a Dallas reporter, I can't cr- credit him now, but it was just a tweet that says, this has been the worst game to cover right. in Dallas sports history where you got a team, you're in the Western Conference Finals, and you're not you're not playing to it where you're giving up that many goals in mm-hmm. the first period. Right. And then for a cheap shot like that towards the end of the game, it's like you don't want to be there. That's why when a player, especially in football, for you know, for the people that aren't that well versed in hockey, where the guy has the hit that's so hard right. and he gets ejected from the game, but his team's down, you know, about three touchdowns. Right. He was just looking for a way out the game. No doubt. There's no doubt. There's and that happens a lot in the NBA as well. You can see mm-hmm. guys get a double tech. Oh, that guy just got ejected. He wanted to get out in of the there. playoffs. Andrew Bynum when he hit yeah. JJ Barea that year. The <laughs> Andrew the Mavericks, Bynum. Well, that year the Mavericks. You want to talk about finals. a guy that went from the penthouse to the outhouse? Yeah, man. He man. He when he when he fell when he fell from greatness. He fell fast. He said, "I'm out of here." Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got to worry. Can he make the comeback? Is this year going to be his year? No. I'll tell you right now. There was it's no. Gonna... Yeah, there was no kind of comeback in Andrew Bynum's at all in his life. There was no I man. That dude was a struggle bus after after he was no good anymore. He where did he go? Philadelphia and mm-hmm. sit on the bench for like a year and let his hair grow out. And I was like, what is wrong with this dude? Had a little blowout. Had a perm. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. It looked like a crackhead, man. He looked terrible. He was. I don't know what was. I was. I, I was worried about him for a minute. How is he? What is he doing these days? Woo. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I'm sure he got those checks though. I'm sure he does, but somebody need to check on him, man. He's 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 he had some issues, man. He. He really did. He had his glory. Look, he had his moments when he was young, and good for it. But, man, that did not last very long. So the Golden Knights, they're up 3-0 against the Dallas Stars. Uh, the LV Aces are looking fantastic. I got tickets for the Aces, right? I got tickets to oh, give yeah, out. Oh, yeah, we got tickets to give out. All right, let's do that right now. We'll take a break. Let's do that right now, though. Call number 9 is what we're looking for at 702-365-9200 and the Don't Be Broke. Well, you can't check check in on the don'tbebroke.com text line, but call in. Can I get the tickets? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> text in. I want the texter. No, the ninth texter. No, don't do that. Call in at 702-365-9200. Call number 9 is going to win a t- pair of tickets to go see the Aces and the Link uh, this Sunday at Michelob Ultra Arena. Hit us up. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. Now back. To unnecessary roughness with your boy Q. Hey, I'll tell you right now, this song single-handedly gave me one of my best lines in life. This song, rest in peace, Tina Turner, by the way. This song single-handedly, oh, you keep that up, let it ride for a while. People want to hear Tina. They want to hear her more than they want to hear me. But this song single-handedly gave me one of my best defense mechanisms in life. What's that? Many moons ago, I could have possibly been in a relationship that wasn't great, right? Mm. <laughs> all right? I mean, it all happens. We all have, you know. And I remember on my exit interview, <laughs> I remember while I was exiting that, 
The last thing that was told to me was, but I love you. And I said, oh what's love God. got to do with it? <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's a real play right there. I'm just saying. I'm calling it what it is, man. I'm calling it how it is. Rest in peace to Tina Turner. Greatness right there. 83 years old. That's my man, Finn, behind the wheels of steel. Demond Cotton and your boy Q. Shout out to Tom. Tom was winner of the LV Aces tickets. He's going to go see them play the Lynx on, on Sunday at Michelob Ultra Arena. It's going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great environment. I know my man Mickey and, and Mary, they're going to the game on, uh, on Sunday as well, so they're going to be enjoying a, a great event as well. But, uh, yeah, we've been, we've been whip, uh, dipping and, and whipping and doing all kind of good stuff today, you know, in and out of great conversations. Had a lot of great guests from Tashawn Reed at 2.30. Ari Mayroff from the33team.com at three. Van McElroy, former Raider safety, talked about Uvalde, Texas, one year later. Fantastic conversation with him. Just seeing how everything has been one year later from the tragedy that happened there. That was a really good conversation. Then Paloma Villacana joined us at 4 o'clock talking all things those LV aces. And, of course, we want to hear from you as well. We still have plenty of time left in the show. 702-365-9200. Dolbybroke.com, text sign 69187, keyword r and throughout all that, we've been showing – Love and giving the tribute to Tina Turner at the same time. From the don'tbebroke.com text line, Jim from Yonkers said, just thinking about all the growth in Vegas, how much has property value increased? D, good old basketball movie for you. Fast break. Gabe Kaplan played the coach. If you don't know him, he was a school teacher and welcome back, Kata. Thank you and God bless those kids who passed a year ago. That's Jim from Yonkers. And uh, I'll tell you right now, as a guy who's been trying to, to buy a Scarface house, since I got here, and Demond, you know that used to be one of the themes of the show. Mm-hmm. Got to find that Scarface house. I still ain't found that Scarface house. Yeah, when he talks about old property value, yeah. Yeah, it's going up, my brother. Oh, man. I remember talking to someone, and they were like, I want the age to come here because that'll increase the property value. Right. So, I'm Can I buy a house before it goes up too much more, please? I'm speaking for the common man, <laughs> the working man, the man who got outpriced of a one-bedroom apartment in some of them. Hey, look, man, when we first moved here in July of 2021, they were literally for rentals, brother. I'm not talking about for buying a house, for a rental they were outbidding you. Like you can, it would. We'd put our, our our credit application in, and we were good. The wife has made sure we're a one, so we never had no worries. We're like, good, we got this place. Oh no, there was ten others that also applied for that, and they were cherry picking. It's almost like a lottery. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, hold on. And then you didn't get your you didn't get your uh, your your you know your money back for the for the credit check. They ran your credit, so it affects your credit, right? I mean, so it was a lose lose situation to the point where the wife's like, look, we're about to go to this little small ass apartment. We're about to get that. Because I guarantee you, we can get it right now. And I was like, no, we can't do that. I'm too loud. I got the shows that I got to do from the house. Like, we'll get kicked out of the apartment. So our last, our, I promise you, uh, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Our very last attempt at a house. The wife's like, all right, we'll apply for one more. And that's the one that we got. And then it just so happens that two months later, after I've been living there for two months, I find out that Natalie and Doug live across the street. How awesome was that? And that's only because <laughs> Natalie saw me taking the trash out one day. And she rolled up on me. She's like, Q, matter of fact, it was on Tuesday because today's trash day. Q, what are you doing? <laughs> Taking out the trash. What you doing? <laughs> I'm driving. I'm leaving out my driveway. I live right there. And I was like, all right, awesome. My <laughs> boss lives right across the street from me. But it's been fantastic. I love it. I really do. Anytime that I need to talk to Natalie, I ain't got to go knock on the on the office door or schedule an email through Melissa or Danielle. I'm like, Natalie, <laughs> yo. I'm like juice, right? I'm like, I'm like they do it. Remember in, uh, it, when Bishop, remember yeah. Pac did that? Q. That's what Doug does. He comes outside my house. Yo, Q. 
Say you. <laughs> and the wife's like, I think Doug's outside. I'm like, get out, get away from that window. Don't you know Doug's crazy? <laughs> yeah, but Jim and Yonkers, you really got me fired up, man, because the price of apartments out here has gone cuckoo bananas. <laughs> and it is really one of those things that you don't know how mad it makes me. Man. You want to get me fired up? Man, I'm Talk about you. apartment prices. I, I Believe me, brother. I understand. And I desperately want to buy a house, but I don't want to be desperate to buy a house, if you know what I mean. Because they know we all desperate out here. Exactly. They know we desperate in these streets. So thank you, uh, Jim, for that text. We do appreciate you. Uh, Big, De- Big Dub Raider hit us up and said, Man, Q, I knew Andrew Bynum was done when he said, There's a bank in every city. Shake my head, co-raiders. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Bynum was a mess, man. Trade me wherever he said. Yeah, he said, there's a bank in every city. That's, that's. I mean, that's when you know he he ain't about nothing but but cashing that check. I remember there was also, like, a controversy. He was out bowling, and people were mad. You know, you watch the talk shows. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, playing some B-roll. Mm-hmm. It was him bowling. It's like, see, this guy isn't taking the game serious. <laughs> He's out bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say it like that, though? That's how they talk on those shows, you know. <laughs> He's out bowling. That's funny. I love it. Sir Whiskey Ray said, Q, wait, what? You don't think I look good when I let my hair grow out? Come on, Q. Every day I'd put juices and berries in my hair. Got that soul glow look. The ladies loved it. Sincerely, Andrew Bynum. That's a.k.a. <laughs> Sir Whiskey Ray. Hey, Sir Whiskey Ray always comes. He comes correct, man. He, he'll, he'll pick up on one part of the show, one little element, and say, you know what? I'm running with this one. That was fantastic. And, yeah, Andrew Bynum hasn't been talked about as much as he has in the last 30 minutes. He has not been talked about this much in probably like five years. And we all of a sudden, we've, we've talked him up. I, I like to think that this show kind of gives guys careers or, or people's careers that may be gone, it gives them new life. You know, I, I used to talk about a lot when I was in Central Texas, and they used to say, man, you sure do talk about that lady a lot. I'm trying to remember her name. I'm, fr- I'm trying to remember now. I'm forgetting her name. The one that says the bootleg Jennifer Lopez, she was on CSI Miami. Oh, man, that's your, Eva LaRue. E- yeah, Eva LaRue. Man, nobody would ever, I promise you, nobody ever, Eva LaRue's family don't talk about her. Right, but we used to. I used to always bring her up somehow in conversation. Eva Larue would come up, and they'd be. All, everyone would text in like, "Man, I have never heard this lady's name so many times that I hear it on this show." And for some reason, it always fits in the conversation. So I like to think that I, I'm. I bring back people's careers. I I, I I pump I pump life back into their careers. You know who someone I was thinking about, like whatever happened to this guy's career? I was looking at Jokic on Basketball Reference because I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, you remember when they had the trade use of Nurkic because they had both of those. You had two centers, but Jokic rookie year." Kenneth Reed was start the starting power forward. You remember the Manimal? Yes. Wow. Because <laughs> like, like people just like, oh, Jokic, he came out of nowhere. We'll have to do a show about that one day. Like, where are they now? <laughs> you know, like, what's that one athlete that you remember back in the day that you just happened to remember? Like, Donald Foyle. Ooh, remember Donald Foyle for the Warriors? That was the ugliest cat I ever seen in my life. Like that, <laughs> I promise you. But I liked him. I liked him a lot. But he was the between him and uh, who was the other cat? Uh, Oh man, my dad used to talk bad about him. Uh, Warriors player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Center? No, he had the big eyes, man. Ball headed dude. I mean, he was. I mean, he was dark chocolate, you know, and, and big old eyes, uh, big head. You're not talking head. about Armstrong, are you? No, no, no. I'm trying to remember what his name was. Uh, it's not Maurice Spates, right? No, but he was no. bad looking too. <laughs> they, hey, man. Now that I think about it, they ain't always been team light, team light skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got Steph and Clay. They're all pretty now. But back in the day, man, the Warriors were some ugly cats, right? They had some ugly dudes on that squad. Tyrone Hill. Was that his name? Tyrone Hill? Was that his name? I don't remember him on the Warriors, but that was a dark-skinned brother. And he was ugly, wasn't he? 
I bet you that was him. Because I used to tell, me and my dad used to talk about him all the time. My dad's like, man, he sure is ugly. But uh, it's just, I promise you, I think that that was him. Here's a photo of Tyrone Hill. Let's yeah, see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do a show one day. We ain't got enough time to really deep dive into where are they now. But, yeah, we're going to have to do that one day. Like, just one random player from just anywhere. But just just like, or even, it don't even have to be a player. Maybe it don't have to be an athlete. Maybe it could be an actor. Real quick, that was a young picture of Tyrone Hill that I showed you when he was on the Warriors. Yeah. It didn't get better. Look at him on the Sixers when it was <laughs> oh, almost over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> it got worse with yeah, time. Yeah, He looked like he They're should be on cops, man. Crack. He should be on cops. That's what that looks like. That looks like like he's running, running like that. You know, the guy on cops that's always guilty is the is the dude running around with no shirt on. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if he didn't have a shirt on, don't he look like he'd be on cops right now? <laughs> That's yep. that's who that is. That's how I always identify cops. Like if I come in five minutes late and I was like, oh man, who's the one guilty? Oh, never mind. He's running with no shirt on. There he is. So you weren't doing anything? Nope. <laughs> Just minding my business. Why are you running? Well, cause you're the police. <laughs> <I'm> supposed <laughs> to run. <laughs> oh man. Five minutes, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's go with more no. chaos. Who else was on the all ugly team? No, team? no, oh, I, don't, I, I don't want to do them like that. Uh, like I said, we'll have to save that. There's, there's too many, there's too many guys that I could say and say, you know, uh, where, you know, like where are they now? That's that'll be a fun show one day. I, I don't know. We we'll do, do it that. like we'll do it like next week or something. Let's do it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I want you and fan. You're good at this stuff too. You oh, like to okay. do your research. I want you to start doing your research because I don't want to come into the show and be like, hey, where are they? Are give me your name and be like, uh, uh I'll prepare. Tyrone, Tyrone Hill. <laughs> like, I don't want – we've already named a couple. <laughs> like, Danielle Marshall, right? Like, that would be oh a good one. Remember Danielle Marshall? He was the answer to the trivia question. Why do Who, I know so many Warriors? <laughs> who's got the record for the most made threes in an NBA game? Is that Danielle Marshall? He had 12, but, you know, it's obviously been a great right, so, yeah. right. Yeah. But, he was but it was Danielle Marshall? For a while. Yeah. Wow. There good you go. Danielle. Oh, man. I'm trying – yeah, see, I, there's so many Warriors that I, I just go back to and think because, well, that's how many years they were bad – and that next guy was going to be the guy. Mm. Like, remember when they thought that Joe Smith was going to be great? It's like, oh, okay. Wow. They're <laughs> like, he Timberwolf too. I'm yes. pretty sure he was. Former yes. number one. <laughs> <laughs> he was former number one overall pick. Yeah. Oh, Joe Smith's going to be great. Is he? Is Real he really? Quick, I want to just LeBron. We don't. I'm give still LeBron mad about credit. Antoine Jameson when they made that trade. They oh, had Vince on. Carter. They had Vince Sanity. They drafted Vince Sanity. I forgot about that. that yeah, don't forget. Day. Please don't. Don't forget about that. <laughs> that was a draft day trade. They, yes, I know. Yep. They traded Vince Sanity, and they got Antoine Jameson. Didn't y'all have Chris Webber? Didn't y'all trade Chris Webber, too? Chris Webber, yeah. He wasn't a winner, though. He went. <laughs> he went. He wasn't. What did he ever win in life? Seriously. A couple playoffs. Years. He was a good player, though. But what did he win? The heart of Sacramento is what he won. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he won there the 9-1-6 because he wasn't good enough in the 5-1-0. <laughs> okay. Personal. Yeah, it was personal. It was personal. There's some beef going on. Yeah, I, did, I was never a Chris Webber guy. Because he never. was like, get me out of They traded him like immediately. They traded him pretty quickly. Then they traded him to the Bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when they were the Bullets before they were the Nets, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I, I wasn't, a, I didn't mind that. I, I just didn't like when, I didn't like that they traded Vince Sanity. And then what happened, what was even worse than that, when was Vince's best all star performance? Do you remember that? Do you remember what city that happened in? Oh, that was in Oakland? Yes. The It's Over, ladies yes. and gentlemen. The oh, yeah, dunk yeah. contest. It's over. Yes. Yes. When he just went off, that was in Oakland. I was working the All-Star game. I was working for Wild 94.9, and we actually worked the All-Star game. So the player that I wanted the Warriors to keep tore the house down of the building he should have been playing in the whole time. I know I'm on a total different subject now, but, but y'all that's had fine. Jason Richardson a couple years later. There you go. Yeah, Jason Richardson between the legs. 
<laughs> you see Finn, the stare down? Finn. <laughs> He's not happy with No. <laughs> You're happy. gonna get kicked between the legs. You keep talking all that nonsense. <laughs> oh man. Unbelievable. All right, here we go. Sir Whiskey Ray, hit us back on the dobebroke.com text line. Q, don't you remember me? I was Mama Q's favorite Laker back in the 90s. Come on, Q, I had mad games. Sincerely, Eddie Jones. Hey, Eddie Jones was my guy. I was a big Eddie Jones fan. I was so mad when Eddie Jones was no longer on the Lakers. I did like Eddie Jones's game. He came from Temple College. I liked him a lot because he had defense and he could score anytime he wanted to. He was like a, in my opinion, Eddie Jones was like a, uh, a smart, sane Latrell Sprewell. Like, I think he had an opportunity to be a really good player, and they moved on from him uh, after a while. But, uh, yes, that was my guy. Not, uh, ma- not mad at that. Eddie Jones, that's good stuff. Uh, Vegas Pete said, Bynum was too lazy to learn Kareem Skyhook. Absolutely. You ain't, wrong. you ain't wrong about that. Vegas Pete also said, you seen the new J-Lo movie, The Mother on Netflix? She's a badass in that movie. I have seen the commercial. I will check it out. I promise. The wife will encourage me. Finn, what we got over there? We got Raider May on the line. Raider who? Raider May. Raider May? Raider Mac. Oh, it's Raider Mac. Raider Mac, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Raider Mac, man. <laughs> I got Get you, my brother. name right, man. Hey, hey, look here, sucker. Uh, no. I have bad hearing. Hey, I told him I told him it was going to happen. That, you did. You ain't lying. Hey, y'all, hey, I love the show. Y'all, all the topics, you know, rest in peace, Tina Turner. I mean, she was great, man. You know, her legs was um, <laughs> easy. I don't know if you noticed, know but her legs was. She had a um, she had a policy on her legs with um, with uh, insurance that any, any scratches, or anything, she would get paid. Uh, a lot of people didn't know that. I don't yeah, blame her. I put yeah, a policy yeah. on them legs too. Hey, hey Q, what, um, one of the players that you know where they at now. I wish you if you guys do the show, Tom Marinovich. Ooh, uh, you can. You can Find him and see what he's doing. Uh, I think he was a thirty for thirty special. Mm-hmm. I thought he was on one, but Todd Marinovich of the of the Raiders. If yeah. you guys do that, where they at now? And as far as Andrew Bynum, his knees went out on him. His knees was like an old person knee at twenty twenty five. Yeah, like yeah, Greg Oden. Yeah, they were real mm-hmm. bad, and, and he was just out. Yeah, I mean, he still got money. He still got his money. You, you know, he's still flossing with his uh, seventy million or whatever he's worth right now. Mm-hmm. But Q, hey, what's what's the big? So I heard. So McDaniel's gave away Derek Carr at number four. So you know, you got Raider Nation, half of them like upset that mm-hmm. they gave away the jersey. When have the Raiders ever retired a jersey? Never. So I'm like, why are you upset about Derek Carr? I mean, Charles Woodson. Now, if you you said, why would you? If you're going a number you're not gonna give out, it's gonna be Charles Wilson. Why, what's the big deal with Derek Carr's number? I don't see the the fuss everybody's making about it. They saying that McDaniel's is trying to get back at at Carr and all the you know all the stuff his brother is saying. But I, I disagree with that. We're not retiring nobody's number. At the end of the day, the back of that jersey said Raiders, not team. Right. It says the t- the Raiders, not an individual. And, and, and Q, y'all funny, man. Y'all funny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love that. I, I love that. That the show can go different ways. Sometimes it's it's not just all sports all the time. You guys bring a a different thing to it, and I appreciate it. And Q, my last question to you, and and my okay. So the A's, mm-hmm. the, the Raiders. When the Raiders was up in in, in Oakland, the problem the schedule was because the A's was having problems. 
So we try to get the, you know, try to get everything. Our home, we didn't get a lot of home openings because the A's were playing. Right. So what I, what my thing, I see that the A's are trying to come, come to, to Vegas. Now they want to build their own stadium. Why did they do this from the beginning? Where I mean, I know Vegas is great and everything. Don't get me wrong, but the Raiders could have had a nice stadium and all the stuff that they were trying to build there. Mark Davis was trying to build. And now the A's, they, they just, I mean, I know that's your, I know that's your, your boyhood team. And I love Reggie Jackson and the rest of those guys back in the day. But my thing, Q, is that, man, they, they did us wrong. I don't want them to come to Vegas. And right. that's just my opinion because they, they did us dirty when they, now they want to come. Is there any way to block these guys from coming to Vegas? Hey, thank you for the call, Raider Mac. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that there's a way to block them, but I'm with you. They did the Raiders dirty. That's why Mark Davis wasn't happy with them. He ba- they basically squatted on the Coliseum parking lot. Uh, they could have built a stadium. The Raiders could have built a stadium. The A's could have built a stadium. The Warriors, they all could be still playing there, but they're not. And a lot of it has to do with the A's. I don't want them, even though they were my my team growing up. I'm still an A's fan. I just don't like the way that they conduct their business. So I'm with you 100%. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, we're out of time. Fantastic show. Thanks for all the feedback. We appreciate you. It's Radio Radio 920.